I want to welcome you back for day nine of our look together at the words of Christmas. Our Christmas word for today is star. The star that the wise men followed to find Jesus fascinates our scientific minds. And I have to admit, I cannot help but be intrigued by what specific constellation or conjunction of planets might have formed the sign in the heavens that the wise men followed. The answer seems tantalizingly close sometimes. But we must remember that along with the science of discovery, there was also the miracle of revelation for these wise men, the first Christmas. The star that they saw before they began their journey miraculously appears again as they reach Bethlehem. In Matthew 2, 9 and 10, after this interview with Herod, the wise men went their way, and the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. There are two great truths that shine in this star. First, the scientific and the miraculous can both point us to God. Of course they can. God made everything that science studies, and God ordained every miracle. The false dichotomy between science and God, it's a fairly modern invention. Second truth, and more importantly, we all have something that points us to God. And the question is, what was your star? What is it that brought or is bringing you to the place where you begin to worship Jesus? For many people, it's another person that God used, maybe a parent, maybe a family member, maybe a friend. Others find that a set of circumstances wakes them up to the fact that they need more than just themselves. Like these wise men, for you, there may have been something that caused you to wonder in God's creation, and that's what first drew you to him. I'll never forget a couple of high school boys who knocked on my door when I was in my later teenage years. They were asking people to attend a Christian concert that they were doing at a local park. Since I wasn't yet a follower of Jesus, I was not interested, and I told them so. One of them asked me if I'd like to be certain that I was going to heaven. I told them no, and I closed the door in their face. But something about that question kept gnawing at me. Could you be certain? I'd always thought that you had to wait until after you were dead to see if you'd piled up enough good works to make it in. And God used that question as a sort of a star to get my mind questioning as a part of what led me to faith in Jesus Christ, to worship Jesus. Those two boys, they probably felt that the conversation with me was a total failure, but God was working in ways that they didn't see. The process of being led towards Jesus with these wise men, it included a lot of things. First, there was the conception that there was something out there when they first saw the star. And then the protection that God provided them along the way in this dangerous journey. And then they had the revelation that they received from Scripture when they went to Herod. And then there was the completion that came as they finished the journey that took them to the place where they met Jesus. And the wise men, they rejoiced when they saw this star that was over the manger. Once they put it all together, they couldn't help but be filled with this great joy. So stop for a moment right now and ask God to fill your heart with joy, for joy in the way that he worked in your life to bring you to Jesus, for the joy that's coming into your life as he's bringing you to Jesus. Would you pray with me? And in prayer, just say, Father, thank you for the people and the circumstances that you used in my life to bring me to a place of faith. I stop for a moment right now to rejoice, to take joy in the fact that you knew just the right way to lead me towards you, 
that you loved me so much that you'd never give up on me, that you protected me from so much as you guided me towards this life of faith. I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen.